Hey, 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 and welcome to the Bad the Apple podcast. My name is Eve, and welcome to my Garden of Thoughts. It's been a while. I'm glad to be back. I took off the past couple of months and made some moves. I'm in the thick of um, creating uh, my new program, and I am loving things right now. So um, it was chosen inconsistency um, at this point, but I'm really happy to be back at this, and I'm really happy to be back on to, back in the garden, because let's say back on the podcast, but I'm glad to be back in the garden at this point. And um, in the thick of writing this new program um, that I'm doing for solopreneurs um, that are moving and shifting into their spot as CEO, I started to notice some um, trends when it comes to launching, whether it was talking to um, the person about their launch before it happened or after it happened or talking to them after it was a failed launch, I'm noticing a trend of three really important things um, in a launch that I think people are missing out on and it's kind of derailing them. One, before we get into this, I'm going to let you know, I do not believe in live launching. Like I do not believe in that launch where you put everything in and you are completely done and then you launch it completely what you think is finished. I'm against that. Um, we'll get into that on another episode. It's actually coming up soon. But um, before we do that, say, I want to say that because it all stems from these three things too. And you open yourself up to these three things when you live launch. So the number one thing that I see is a timeline miscalculation. So when you're planning your launch and you're planning it out, most people need like 10 to 12 weeks. I have seen people pull off successful launches in eight weeks, but those are people who are already selling something. They already have an audience. Um, they're in a really good place to kind of do that sort of thing. And yes, there are those like super launch coaches that are the greatest thing in the world and they do six figure launches every single time, yada, yada, yada. Good for them. That is not the majority. Okay. Um, and I got sorry, that just, that was a triggering moment. Like I actually get irritated when I think about coaches and consultants that tell people like, Oh, you can do just like this. If you do what I did, no, you can't because your audience is not the same. Your offer is not the same. It is just not the same. But what you can guarantee yourself is a more successful launch, but making sure you give yourself the time to get out any unexpected bugs or kinks or as feedback is coming in, it makes it more easy to edit and to create a timeline that gives you some grace. Like right before your launch, the last two weeks should not be a stressful time. That should be a, let me ride this out. Let me show up on social media. Let me get the audience hype. Like this is almost time for me to come out on the stage type thing. Um, so if you are launching and your launch is stressful at the end, then your timeline was probably off from the beginning, right? Um, and that leads me to testing. So this is also why I'm against live launching. Live launching kind of takes away that option for you to test a little more. Um, you really hurt yourself by not running some kind of like beta testing before you launch your new program or offer. Um, it sounds crazy until you do it, but you do not have to have a complete offer to sell your offer. There are two different ways to do that, but just understand that you do not like people get in this thing of like having to have this complete product and they're like, oh, I don't want to release until it's finished. I don't want anyone to see it until it's finished. No, 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 no. This is an opportunity for you to one, 
Put some money in your pocket before this thing actually launches. Two, it's going to teach you how to get, it's going to help you get the bugs out so that when you launch publicly, publicly, and you start letting all the doors open and you're actually paying for, um, you're actually paying for your ads and stuff like that, that you're not wasting your time getting the bugs out then. Let people test it for you first. Um, by the way, I do not recommend you let them test it for free. Give them a sample of your program and they need to pay for a sample of their program and they're getting it a little early and like, do give them some bonuses and something nice. Like I said, it's coming up on another episode. Um, but yeah, test your process. Don't just test your offer, like test your entire process, test your customer experience. Like that is what you are truly testing. You're making sure that you, the experience of your customer is going to be great from beginning to end. So now you know you have this really, really awesome product and you're getting your timeline defined to, and you're li- like when people, I tell people all the time, like literally think of everything that could go wrong and create a process for it. Create a contingency plan for everything that could go wrong. And then your people are going to show you the things that you never thought of that could go wrong. And then the last thing, okay, so I have seen this way too many times. People launch, and when it does not go exactly the way they want it to go, as fast as they freaking want it to go, all of a sudden they're pulling out. They're on to the next thing. I guess I didn't create that right. I need to make something else. They're like already moving to making something else instead of fixing what they got. Instead of plugging the hole, they're going and buying a whole new piping system and sewage system. Y'all can tell I don't do any, I don't do maintenance things. I should have wrote this analogy down because I thought about it earlier. And then I was like, I got this. I'm just going to hop on and press record. No, that was dumb. So now I can't remember. But you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like the pipes. They're getting the whole, they're like ripping everything out. Like instead of just replacing the sink, they're ripping out the whole bathroom and the kitchen and they're remodeling everything. And it's just not what you do. Find the hole and know that you are not alone. We all have failed launches. Even those six-figure coaches, I swear they've never had one in their whole freaking life. Yes, they have. I have personally showed up with one person in my freaking mastermind, and it took months. That one person was in my mastermind for like two or three months by herself before I actually started getting some more people and getting that flow. And it does take time to find your flow. So instead of like changing things and moving and changing your program, changing your offer, changing the name, changing where you're promoting it at, keep your process and find the hole. See where your people are falling off at because 90% of the time you can revive yourself during a launch by looking for the problem that's already there. And this is another reason. I don't like live launching because it takes away your opportunity to really fix those things because you've put a date on it. You've put it out there that it's coming out this date versus letting it come out there. This is something new. This is something have. I have. I would really recommend leaving dates off and giving yourself the grace and taking the blinders off of your own project, your own baby to see what the problem really could be. Is it in your messaging? Is it in your copy? Are you not speaking to your audience? Have you not built enough trust? What is your like, no trust meter? Like, do they like you a lot? Do they check in? Do they notice when you don't post on social media? Do they know, do they know you? Have you been open? Do you let them know what you do, who you are, who you serve, how you serve them? Do they trust you? 
Have you put out enough content? Have you given them enough information to let them know that you are going to be transformational from them and they can trust you? Because if you don't have those factors, then it's probably not your offer. No matter how many times you switch your dog on offer, you're not going to sell it because they don't like, know, and trust you. And every time you change your offer, they're getting more and more distrust in you. They trust you less and less when you change that offer. Because if they can't see you being consistent, how the hell are you going to tell them to be consistent? And if you're in that box of entrepreneurs that gets that whole, you're so inspirational. I love watching your stories. I love your content. And then when you get them on the phone, they're like, I'm not sure I'm ready for this. They don't trust you. And that's something you have to build up. If you're a coach that doesn't like really like being on the camera or you don't have the time capacity to be on a camera, you have to find another way to get out there and let them like, know, and trust you. People buy from who they like. I used to sell cars and I used to outsell the hell out of people, not because I knew cars, because I didn't know crap about cars, but because people liked me. Like I was going to get in Starbucks and chilling and conversing and we talked about everything except for the car until it was time for them to sign the papers. Until it was time to do business, I made them my friend. The, you'll learn that the more you find out about your audience, the more you find out about what they like, what they don't like, the better you can sell to them. So building your audience is also going to help you with the first timeline miscalculation because you're going to know what it's going to take for your audience to buy. You're going to know exactly what they need. So your offer is going to be solid. You're going to know the process that they need to take. So your processes are going to be there. You're going to test your audience so you know exactly what's working in your program or offer and what's not. So if you're playing with those that one of these or all three of these, if you got the whole trifecta going on in your lunch, then you might need to take a step back and look at getting a launch coach or looking at getting a clarity coach and getting someone that can help you. Because in the long run, you're going to add more time to yourself by not launching in a successful way. You're going to end up beating yourself down and it's going to go through all the emotions that you don't have to go through. If you seek the right type of help to get the right type of strategy to prevent these things from happening in your current or your next launch. And that is it for today. Like, thank you guys once again for stepping into the garden. I appreciate you. And stay tuned because I, like I said, I'm working on my project. Um, So I recommend that you sign up for my mailing list. I'll put the link in the description and stay tuned because this is going to be really, 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 really good. Um, I'm going to teach business owners my focus method, um, which essentially helps you to not only gain clarity and create a supreme offer, but it's also going to show you how to turn it into an evergreen funnel so that you can free up your time and bring in consistent five to six figure months every month. Um, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for stepping into the garden. And until next time. So yeah, thank you for stopping through the garden and I'll check in with you next time. My name is Eve and you can find me on Instagram at and underscore even underscore focus www.anevenfocus.com and www.30daysofcontentinone day.com. Talk to you soon.